Hello, and welcome to the Brothers Grimm Lunch Break. I'm your host, Eric Wagoner. Today, I'll be reading The Companionship of the Cat and Mouse. A cat had made the acquaintanceship of a mouse and had talked so much about his great love and friendship for her that he eventually convinced her to live with him in the same house and set up a common household. "'But we must get supplies for the winter,' said the cat, "'or else we'll starve. A little mouse like you can venture just anywhere, for one of these days you might get caught in a trap.' They acted on his good advice and bought a little jar of fat, but they did not know where to put it. Finally, after long deliberation, the cat said, "'I can't think of a safer place than the church. No one would dare take anything away from there. Let's put it under the altar, and we won't touch it unless we really need it.' The little jar was safely stored away, but it was not long before the cat felt a craving for it and said to the mouse, "'I've been meaning to tell you, little mouse. My cousin gave birth to a baby boy, white with brown spots.' and I've been asked to be godfather. I'm to hold him at the christening. Would you mind letting me go out today and looking after the house by yourself? No, of course not, answered the mouse. Go, for God's sake. If you get something good to eat, think of me. I sure would like to have a drink of that sweet red christening wine. Naturally, none of what the cat had said was true. He did not have a cousin, nor had he been asked to be godfather. He went straight to the church, crept to the little jar of fat, and began licking and licking until he had licked the skin off the top. Then he strolled over the roofs of the city and contemplated his opportunities. After a while, he stretched himself out in the sun and wiped his whiskers whenever he thought about that little jar of fat. It was not until evening that he returned home. "'Well, you're back,' the mouse said. "'I'm sure you had a wonderful day.' "'It wasn't bad,' the cat responded." "'What name did they give the child?' the mouse asked. "'Skin off,' the cat said dryly. "'Skin off!' exclaimed the mouse. "'Well, that's a strange and unusual name. Is it common in your family?' "'What's there to it?' the cat said. "'It's no worse than crumb thief, as your godchildren are called.' Shortly after that, the cat felt another great craving and said to the mouse, "'You've got to do me a favor again and look after the house by yourself.' I've been asked to be godfather once more, and since the child has a white ring around his neck, I can't refuse. The good mouse consented, and the cat went slinking behind the city wall to the church, where he ate up half the jar of fat. Nothing tastes better, he said, than what you eat yourself. And he was very satisfied with his day's work. When he returned, the mouse asked, What was this child christened? Half gone, answered the cat. "'Half gone? You don't say! I've never heard of such a name in all my life. I bet it's not on the list of proper names.' Soon the cat's mouth began watering once more for the delicacy. "'All good things come in threes,' he said to the mouse. "'I've been asked to be godfather again. This child's all black and has white paws. Aside from that, there's not a white hair on his body. That only happens once every few years.' You'll let me go, won't you? Skin off, half gone, the mouse responded. Those are really curious names. I'm beginning to wonder about them. Look, you sit at home in your dark gray fur coat and your long pigtail, the cat said, and you begin imagining things. 
That's because you don't go out during the day. While the cat was gone, the mouse cleaned the house and put it in order. Meanwhile, the greedy cat ate up all the rest of the jar. It's only after everything's all gone, the cat said to himself, that you can really begin to rest. It was very late at night by the time the cat returned home, and he was fat and stuffed. The mouse asked right away what name had been given to the third child. You won't like this one either, the cat said. It's all gone. All gone, exclaimed the mouse. That's the most suspicious of all the names. I've never seen it in print. All gone? What's it supposed to mean? She shook her head, rolled herself into a ball, and fell asleep. From then on, no one asked the cat to be a godfather. But when winter came and there was nothing more to be found outside, the mouse thought about their supply of fat and said, And come, cat, let's go to our jar that we've been saving. It'll taste good. Yes, said the cat. You'll enjoy the taste as much as if you stuck your dainty tongue out the window. They set out on their way, and when they got there, the jar of fat was still in its place, but it was empty. Oh, said the mouse, now I know what's happened. It's as clear as day. Some nice friend you are. You ate it all up when you went to be a godfather. First the skin, and then half, and then... You'd better be quiet, yelled the cat. One more word, and I'll eat you up. All gone, was already on the tip of the mouse's tongue. No sooner did she say it than the cat jumped on her, grabbed her, and devoured her. You see, that's the way of the world. The End The Brothers Grimm Lunch Break is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Download it and share it all you'd like, but don't change it or sell it. The translations used are copyright Jack Zipes and are used with permission. His collected translations, The Complete Fairy Tales of the Brothers Grimm, is available on the media of your choice from Bantam Books. The music is Mount Timbrel by Jamie Janover off his All Strings Considered album, available on magnatune.com. If you'd like to listen to any of the other episodes, you can find them on our website, www.grimlunch.org, where you can also leave comments or subscribe through iTunes. Thank you for listening. Thank you.